another episode of Three Men in a War Game. I'm Paul, and I'm ready to have a rootin' tootin' time! Oh, good lord. <laughs> and I'm Potter, and we're live from my shitty apartment. <laughs> That's right. Live from Potter's. It's Friday night. Yes, Friday night. Friday night. Um, Fortune Chops couldn't join us. No, because he lives all far away in Wisconsin and stuff. Yeah, and he's doing other things. Yeah, he just, just had his ass kicked and yeah. some of us on fire. Yeah. Apparently pyromancers are good and took out his flayed men in one go. I never... I don't think anybody in our area is playing pyromancers right now. No, our, our, our Lannister group seems to really like uh, the crossbows and Oh, crossbows are so good, especially with Tywin. Yeah, because he just goes. I activate your exposed crossbows. Go boom, yeah, yeah. mini feet, shoot, and I shoot, move shoot. away. Yeah, it's a bad scene. It's a bad scene for it's everybody it's... but the Lannister players. So. <laughs> yeah, so we are here at Chris's recording face to face for once, so no weird internet problems. It's only taken like two years for that to happen. Uh, almost two years. Almost two years. Year and a half, yeah. It's okay. So, so something came out today. Yes, this is like an emergency episode because War Cradle finally released version 1.09 for Wild West Exodus, and Chris and I wanted to talk about it a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, so there's some some major changes, and we're just gonna go through, run down some, and, and talk about how we feel about some of them, and, and just basically what they are. Sounds good. Um, all right, so first thing, and this was this was talked about going into um, the 1.09 process, mm-hmm. right? Way back when when they said this was going to happen, and the big one is that there was massive points changes. Yes. Um, so everything got pretty much roughly around a thirty percent ish points reduction. Yep. So, armies are going to be definitely a lot bigger now. Um, I know I built a list today, and I had probably, I would want to say, like three three or four more units than what I usually take at 1,500 points. Um, and now, obviously, I was changing some things up because the Amber Clad is out, so I was throwing her in. Um, you know, so that's a little. That was a little different. And the nice thing too is all new theme forces came out too with them as well too with the with the points reduction. Mm-hmm. So things like Watchers, uh, the Amberclad's theme force came kind of came out, and thank God, she is now the versatile boss I was hoping for the last time we talked about Watchers. Um, she is one of those that allows you to take pretty much everything in the faction, which is great. Oh, good. So, um, but yeah, um, I know I know you and Ray did so. You know, a little bit of a note, Paul and I did get to see the th- rules a little bit in advance because we're both war hosts. Correct. Uh, so we did some playtesting, sneakily, sneakily. And uh, I know you did some games uh, with the new point system, roughly. And how did you feel about it? I, I really liked it. Uh, one of the things that I found is that you can get a whole lot more models on the table. Right. You can, you can get a whole lot more models on the table without necessarily dramatically increasing the amount of activations you get. Okay. Because one of the things that they really started doing in this is that uh, hands unit sizes are larger now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one big change I saw. Is like hand sizes are were increased anywhere between two to three models at for the minimum size. So like grays used to be three to five. They're now five to ten. Or five to eight, I think. Yeah. Yeah, and I had... Uh, my units of, and for Warrior Nation, my, my hands that had rifles before they were six, they capped out at six models, now they're 15. Holy wow. And my stabby stabby melee, we have a tomahawk and a revolver units. Right. 20 is their max now. Wow. So to give you to give you an idea, and, and one of the other changes that they made to kind of the game overall is that they really standardized weapons throughout. Mm-hmm. So if you have a weapon that has the same name, it's going to have the same effect. So if you have somebody who just has a revolver, 
It's yep. going to be the same as everybody else's revolver. Yep. So there's no more, oh, this revolver has two, two ROA, this one has three ROA, this one has yeah. 17 ROA. It's just standardized across the board. So when somebody tells you that they have a revolver, you know what it is. Yeah, so one that comes to mind is the complex revolver, um, which is one that Stonewall Jackson had, mm-hmm. um, Slane had. Uh, it is now just a Pierce minus three weapon, mm-hmm. and that everyone that has that complex revolver, everyone is just a Pierce minus three revolver. Um, it still has ammo clip, um, so it's it's all standard, which is great. You know, there's no more going to be guessing that yours says this, mine says this. They sound the same, they look the same, but the rules are different. So that's obviously that's a that that's going to be make the game easier to memorize things. It's going to be make things smoother because it's all the same. And they also did, uh, obviously, I, I, I noticed a lot of the changes to Warrior Nation more so than, than some of the other factions because that's what I play. Um, one, of, one of the things that they did when they, when they had the uh, models from, from Outlaw is that uh, the hands unit, some of them had spears, some of them had rifles, some of them had a bow, and so it was really weird when you would look at the card and it would say, you know, that the hands unit had a rifle, and then you have all these different right range weapons. So I know they, I made fun of that when yeah, you first yeah, unboxed those models. Yeah, I was like, models. I don't understand what's going on. I even I kind of hated it, and I was like, all right, well, maybe when they release more types of hands units, they'll right. sort it out, and I can just use those for consistency, or just buy lots of them, just use the rifle ones. But what they did is they actually changed the name of it to Tribal Ranged Weapon. That makes so much more sense. Right. So whether it is a guy with a spear, guy with a rifle, or guy with a bow, it's the tribal range. I like it. And I like then it. For the other guys who are carrying tomahawks or a knife, it's just tribal melee weapon. Very nice. Which is also nice because it standardized the tribal ranged weapon and tribal melee weapon between the two types of hands. Right. So um, it made those units very much more unique to each other. It actually, yeah, well, it actually kind of made the plain stalkers and the, I forget what the cheaper one is, but the, the rifle carrying cheaper version, um, a little similar, more similar, because now they both have ranged 18 ROA2 weapons. Okay. Whereas before, before the ranged 18 ones were only ROA1. I'm sorry. Now, and, and the ranged 15 ones were ROA2. So this is going to segue into another big rule change for hands because you just said a hands unit that can get up to 20 models. No, these ones are 15. These are 15. So 15 models. Uh, So another rules change that came with hands that makes the game a lot faster is they have to take, when, when they're declaring a shoot or melee action, they have to do what's called now a combined ranged or combined melee, Mast. or sorry, mast. Sorry, that's right. I don't want to do that because combined is a different thing. Mast melee or mast shooting attack, and what that is is essentially is you pick one model is going to be the person that's initiating the attack, and then you can combine plus one for every model in the unit that will increase the is it the the aim check. No, it's just that they're all rolling at the same time. Okay, yeah, so you're rolling all the dice at the same time, but it's originating from one model. Right, it's only it's only coming from the first model, so you only have to look once for your... So that's one dude that's rolling 30 dice. Well, really, the whole unit's rolling, but the nice thing is that it speeds up the game because you're not taking these larger hands units of, say, 15 guys... And going, all right, can he see? Yes, he can see. Okay, well, he's got three pieces of terrain, so now well, this, this guy's going to be this thick. So okay, is, well, now this guy's going to be this, this guy's going to be this thick. So, so basically what, what this is telling us is that uh, you're going to need GW amounts of dice. Yeah, for certain units. But my, <laughs> So my thing is, so, you know, what about hands units that can split fire? So they're not all going to be targeting the same person. Do they yes, change those? No, 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 no. You are firing at the same target because of the way that works. So, so hands. So unit basically, can't every split. hands unit is essentially test now. So yeah, okay. So no one can split. No without, hands without, without actually being test, they're test. Interesting. Yep. 
And one of the neat changes, and I, 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 somewhere I missed this in beta, so I don't know exactly when it came up, but it came up at some point and I missed it. But originally, your faces could quicken the dead that whole 30 shots. Right. Um, that changed. Dude. So you missed this too, right? I missed this too. I can too. tell by the look on your face. That I you missed this. this. So the way it works is that you roll your quick and the dead check. Okay? You add your result from the dice to your stat. Right. Okay? And if you pass, you take whatever the difference from your success to the number of shots and reduce it by that many. Okay, so... So if you're taking 30 shots... And you quicken the dead, and you roll, say, a 12, because you're a 6, and you roll a 6. That means that you're only taking 18 shots. That does not seem like it's useful. It seems like that's going to make hands super popular. Hands are going to be super popular for the... Uh, for, for now, yeah. So, um, I now need to contact uh, my local gaming store and order a crap ton of greys. Yes, I, uh, I am already planning to pick up more of my uh, planes stalkers and planes hunters. Yeah, but what about those factions that don't just have a lot of hands, like outlaws? Outlaws don't have a lot of hands. You know, you've got Nobody your... has many options. Most, uh, everybody I mean, pretty you... much has two or four options. I mean, yeah, I guess that's because true. Because everybody has... A weaker one and a stronger one, and most people have right. a melee one and a ranged one. That's just crazy. So, yeah. So I, I did miss that. That's insane. Yeah. So, all, of, all around, hands have gotten really strong, which was one of the stated goals of 1.09, was to kind of change the dynamics of the game and make hands... More so there was a comment that I saw, and now now knowing what you just told me, this comment makes a lot more sense now. And I can't remember if it was our Discord or if I saw it on on the uh, the Dark Council Facebook group, but someone said, "Doesn't it feel now with with the new points decrease that at fifteen hundred points it feels more like war than it does?" A shootout. That was actually my comment. With a zero comment. Okay, it was you. It was you. Yes, I was like, because because I was sitting there imagining having because in a fifteen hundred point game, it is very conceivable for me to take a unit of fifteen planeswalkers, right, or planes hunters, which would then work out to be three hundred points because they're twenty points each, right? Right. So, jeez. 200 points? Sorry, 200 points. 200 points, yeah. So there's two, they're, they're, 20, they're 20 points a piece, and how yeah, many are you taking? So I could take 15, so that's 200, so 300 points, yeah. Yeah, 300 points. Mm -hmm. And then I could conceivably take another 15 playing stalkers, who are 25 points a pop. So I'm looking at 250 plus another 125. So 375. 375. So 675 points. So 675 points, I can put 30 models on the table. That's not even half of my army. I don't even think I own 30 Watcher models. Plus then I could also, on top of that, I could also then take a unit of 20 Youngbloods for 300 points. So we're looking at less than 1,000 points, and I just put... Three 20, massive 35. What 50? Is that 50? Is that right? 50 models? I'm not 35 plus 15. 35 plus 15 is 50. Yep. So that's that's 50 models on the table. So when you're and then looking, you've still got 500 points for your boss and a face. Uh huh. Well, yeah, faces are going to be way less. I really need to rebuild my army now and put way more grays in it. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, I, and, and one of the things that I said to people today a couple times is that it is essentially a completely different game at this point. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. And that was one of the things where when I was doing some beta testing, I was getting frustrated because I was still thinking elites. Right. Because I was having lots of success in 1.08 with elite models. Right. 
But now the game is completely shifted mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, so hands See, are I just, to be super strong. One of the one of the things that drew me, which surprisingly, as much as I hate westerns, to Wild West Exodus was that thematic shootout feel that the game has. And I've that's going to be very... It's obviously still going to be in the game. Mm-hmm. It's still going to be there. But now I feel like... I don't know. I was hoping that it would still be more kind of like where it's Malifaux, where, you know, it's still very character-driven. But, you know, we would just have maybe a little bit more options. Yeah, no, I, I think right now... And, and again, this is almost like a, a... Almost, but not quite a full version change, really. It really like The is. mechanics have stayed the same. The, the, the engine is the same. Right. But the individual models... Are almost all completely different. Yeah, I mean, a lot of them have changed. Like, um, I know for mine, like Vermilions, they they lost their portal weapons, like completely. So, like their functionality within the army is completely different. They're more now. So the cool thing they did for Watchers is uh, every clad now has its own special rule. So like the Vermilion, the Vermilion clad get plus one to their reserve rolls. Um, the um, which is really good with the changes to reserves. Uh, yeah, sorry, that's... Yeah, it is. So, sorry, and that's not the Vermilion. The Viridian clad gets plus one to re, uh, uh, reserve rolls. Uh, Vermilion, uh, they basically get a free... Um, they be, get a free lookout, sir. So, essentially, if they're mm-hmm. within three inches of a Take boss... for the team. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember. <laughs> get my GW in there. Seventh edition GW, sorry. Or, yeah, seventh, I think. But whatever. So, if they're within three inches of a boss or a face... I forgot they moved that to 40k at one point. That they was, did. That was the fantasy yeah. rule. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. yeah, so... Back to that other British game. Uh, other British game. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Vermilions, if they're within three inches of a boss or a face, and that boss or a face has to take a grit check, then the Vermilion can take the check for them. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, essentially, they turned into bodyguards. Right. So, and I don't know any of the fluff behind the Vermilions, but if that's how they've... Their fluff is that's kind of cool because yeah. yeah. especially they come in the amber clad box with their new re-sculpts. So like the I, my thought it way I built my list is I took two because one of them is required for her theme list. Right. So take two of them and just have them flanking her the entire time because she's pretty squishy. Right. Right. So she's there her ablative wounds. Um, yeah. They, I mean they changed uh, they changed the way uh, scarabs come in completely uh, now. So the scarabs. Uh, are a lot easier to bring in, whereas before you basically almost couldn't bring them in at all if there was buildings on the table. Uh, now they basically will just deviate outside of the building, which is nice. Uh, but Stewart had hinted at that at Adepticon, the way that they're working. Yeah, yeah, because it was it was too restrictive with yes. how much terrain you need on the table, um, because it was impassable terrain or building. I think you couldn't bring them within six inches of. Yeah. And on a five-ish inch base. Yeah. Um, there was yeah, there's just almost... Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I mean, I think the biggest change... In it, and these are just ideas of like... So other people can think of like what other factions are. We haven't gone through all the factions just yet. Um, but Ceruleans are the biggest change from a... Basically, their whole role has completely changed in the army. Uh, so the mimic rule has changed. They no longer become an outlaw model anymore. Um, so essentially what mimic allows them to do now is uh, they basically can't be shot at until they actually start doing some damage. So they're camouflaged. Um, and if you're a human, oh no, that's the reserve roll, sorry. Um, once they start doing that and you're within, I want to say they changed it to three inches, I think it was. If you come within three inches of them, the camouflage fades away. Mm. Okay, well, so, that's good because originally there was no way to get right. off an objective. So yeah, so in the in the beta rules uh, before, just to give some so how the cheese was made or the the sausage is made, um, and before when it first came out, uh, they had it. So yeah, the the Ceruleans, you couldn't see them at all until they started taking uh, basically doing damage. But the thing is, is a Cerulean could basically so it would sit on an objective. You could never target it. <laughs> Yeah. And it would just sit there because I'm like, oh, screw it, I'm not going to attack. Yeah, why well, attack when you when you can score some points? And so they do have a way to get back into camouflage um, with taking some mind checks. So, um, so yeah, a lot of a lot of these factions have changed the which, way. Which I mean, that's a, that's a huge change because you used to be able to bring on whatever outlaw model you wanted as long as the base was the same. Correct. And it was the right 
status. Yeah, so basically, you know, you bring Slane in and, you know, and you bring Marcus Wayward, you bring um, uh, Ponce de Leon as your your bosses. Right, which, which, I mean, that's a really good thing because it allows them to only have to internally balance those outlaw masters and not have to think about, well... They're coming in behind enemy lines and are super strong and are going to kill everything. Yeah, you know, Slain comes in and basically shoots something really off the board, turn one, because he comes in on your opponent's deployment zone, um, which we saw at Adepticon, which is one of the big reasons why it changed. Yeah. Um, I know I went back and forth uh, with Stuart on this because this is a change that I don't like, um, mostly because I felt like that was such a thematic part of the army and now it's gone. Um, I do get it from a from a game balance standpoint uh, why they did it, um, but the, you know they were also arguing that it was a little clunky in terms of the game, and I'm like it's not clunky. It's you pick a model up, you put a model down, you know. But you know replacement models has been a thing in this game that luckily they clarified. That's another thing that got clarified in this. Um, so for for 1.09, so I, I get it. It just it sucks. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a pretty major change. I'm okay with it. Uh, I think it's it's good for the game. Again, it, yeah. it it allows only having to worry about that internal outlaw balance as opposed to right. And I and I, like I said, I understand. I may not agree with it, but at least I understand yep. why the change was yep. made. Um, let's go. Let's go on real quick because we were talking about the mass fire, mass melee, and we we got away. From yep. It. Let's, sorry. Let's add on the uh, combined fire. Which is another new ability that Hands got, uh, where instead of contributing to the rate of attack of a shot, they can contribute to the pierce or the aim. Right. And so this was clarified a little bit today that combined fire does not apply to massed fire. Correct. Um, so you're actually declaring two sets of shots on mm-hmm. those combined fires and the mass fire. Um, so you can hit somebody with a fairly high pierce attack. Right. Um, and then hit them with a high rate of attack. Yeah. So, I mean, that's always going to be the, the, the thing. So if you like, like your guys, you know, they've got ROA two already, which is still really decent for, mm-hmm. especially for a hand unit, you know, but bumping them up to like a pierce six if you wanted to mm-hmm. is just ridiculous. I could take that. I could take that one shot and you know have five guys contribute to that one shot and be pierce six. Yeah. Yeah. One guy, five guys extra. Yeah. Yep. And that Terminator down the down the down the road that can't reach you anymore because he's not <laughs> right. He doesn't have a Gatling gun anymore. Hooray! Woohoo! Although his gun is still just still as good. Really good. Yeah. Yeah. I, he looks like he might be nerfed, but he's really not. He's yeah. really good. The only difference is that he can't get you from as far away. Right, because it's range 10 now. It's 10 instead of 15. Yeah. 15 was really ridiculous yeah. for a unit of those guys. But but they are still really good. Yeah, they, they, they retain the same pierce value on their gun, and I think the same rate, rate of attack. They basically just aren't Gatling guns anymore, so they don't have the special rule. Right, which, which is a change. So which go, is go a into new, that real quick. Yeah, so special is a new rule... That we're seeing in 1.09 now, it's a weapon quality rule. Uh, so what special means is essentially is if the if the weapon has a special quality, it can only fire once in an activation. Correct. So Watchers got slammed with this. Like so many of our weapons are special now. Um, but I understand why because they're high pierce, high ROA weapons. But you have the way around it. Correct. So. Uh, yeah, you have people that can compel. Yes. So yeah, we've got our. Um, that was something the Ceruleans gained was compel. That was one thing they got, as well as the Amberclad. She's got compel as well. So too. real quick, with the compel, you can force your model to take an action. Correct. And it is a different activation Correct. than when they were active. So um, so yeah, so that so that basically tames down things like Union coming in with their four. Gatling gun mobile bike list that mm-hmm. what's her name's got fortune. <laughs> she's yeah. pulled uh, five. Shaw just pulls up to you and unloads because she's limit three. She 
flies across the table and well, then is putting six it's not even that. Gunshots into you. She's got she's got gamblers, so you know when she draws that one and she gambles for the gets that five and she's yeah, spending true. all that fortune and all those AP in your hand. Uh, that's what I had that happen to me with a guy, and she wiped half my army off in one one turn. Uh, so that is exactly why Gatling guns and and, and guns like or weapons like Gatling guns got that special role is to is to tame down. The ability for people just to just mow things off the board with such a which is such a potent weapon, mm-hmm. but it allows them to keep potent weapons in the game. Correct, and that's what's important about that is that's a very interesting way of nerfing it without actually nerfing the stats. Yeah, so they're still useful, but the, what the other thing I like about it, and I had this conversation with the gentleman I ran a demo for last night, um, it allows you to start looking at other options. Right. That you may have not looked at before. So looking at rocket launchers on your your canine gun dogs, um, looking at flamethrowers and things like that, where you may have not looked at them before because Gatling guns were just so good for their points value. Where now you may go, this is probably maybe slightly better. Mm-hmm. And the other thing it allows you to do is it allows you to look at models you might not have looked Correct. at that have Gatling guns. That may have only been like quick four, so you're like, why am I ever going to take them? Because they have to move, and I can't get them to anywhere and then still shoot with them. So now those quick four guys can move twice and still shoot if they're facing limit three. Yep. Yeah, and uh, Gatling's lost the heavy uh, rule as well, too. It is no longer heavy. It is only special. Correct. So that's a a pretty massive change across the board. Yep. It's a big one. So... Um, so that's special. So yeah, so so going back to the, the combined shoots and the combined uh, melee. So yeah, those that's going to be, and I'm glad Stuart did confirm it today because that was something we were talking about where the 20 planes walkers all combining and yeah, getting 15 and yeah, and, and even Pierce. Uh, oh my God, ROA. Yeah, oh my God. And, and we were doing some math on that, and the uh, Confederate scouts would be able to revolver fan. Yeah. Focus. Uh, and still essentially have eight shots at aim six with pierce four, I think is how yeah. I math that one out. Yeah. Um, I mean, or they could just take 24 shots at yeah. pierce two. So, so essentially, and I think the way he clarifies you need to do, com- you got to do combined. I don't remember. Yeah, the, one guy shoot with the combined, and then you do the mass. Yeah, so his combined has to be first, the mass is second. So hopefully we'll get some... We'll get some updates on the in the digital documents on those. Well, they haven't done a fact yet, and I'm assuming that's yeah. why they haven't put out a fact yet, right? Because they were going to wait for everybody to go. Oh my God, what does this mean? And yeah, and there's going to be a couple of days and you know weeks of, of people playtesting this. Um, you know, we haven't even got our stuff on the table yet because this literally came out around nine ten a.m. You know, Eastern time. Yeah, we're essentially twelve hours removed from release. Right. So this is this is a new thing for us. We're always yeah. behind. Yeah, that no, was good. Uh, so one thing you mentioned was Pierce minus four. So yes, that's exactly what was next on my list, sir. <laughs> so Pierce minus four is still very lethal in the game, but it has had one very significant change in the game, and that is that it no longer ignores metal. Correct. It still ignores most other yes. things that it used to ignore. Durable. Those types of Z- things. Xeno, Xeno shields. That those are things, still, because it's yep. still a really powerful right. shot. But it's not going to one-off kill your faces and bosses yep. anymore. Hooray! Yay! Because nothing felt worse than having legendary Ghost Wolf <laughs> roll up to you. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> with, his, with, with essentially Fight 7 that he then focuses, so he's only missing on ones, and then... You roll that minus four pierce, and the only way to really survive that is if you had a ridiculous grit anyway. Yeah. And you didn't get a second chance. And so or, now you get that second chance. Yeah, it's it's definitely a good thing that um, I, I commend the guys for it. Uh, there was a lot of back and forth talk about this in the beta, um, but I think overall, it's a fantastic change for the game. Um, it, it allows people to, you know, like you said, like, they'll be able to use those faces and those bosses a lot longer. Right. And so the other thing, too, is that, um, what was the other thing? I don't remember, Chris. Was it fatal? No, there was something else I wanted to get to with metal there, and I don't remember what it is now. 
I'm a yes. But what is <laughs> Fatal? <laughs> so Fatal is essentially a new... Web- oh, I know what I wanted to say. <laughs> this is so much pretty, better doing this in person. Pretty, pretty much, pretty much everything, uh, every situation that you could think of, for the most part, that would be a one-hit kill on a model has been taken out. Yes. And that's and that was and there there were a lot of still some corner case type things with like uh, some conditions and when they mm-hmm. went up if there was the condition on the on the weapon quality because they would go up on hit which meant that you would have that so if you had a weapon that gave you disordered you would have disordered by the time you failed your grit check so you couldn't metal. That's uh, changed things like drag. Yeah, the drag, but even displaced with the right. way metal is worded now. Right. Um, metal takes precedence. Correct. So, that, so that's a big change too. So that, a lot of those weird tweaky things that you just felt bad because you're like, all right, my guy's good. He's got metal. I can handle those three attacks. Yeah. Oh, I just got dragged and now I'm... Yeah, dead. so you order people that have been running around with your amazing, you know, brother and sister combo, dragging people around. Not as useful as it was before. That's still good. It's still good. It's still good. But it nowhere near as deadly, and no, it should have never been no, that because deadly. Every, because, because just about everything that is a one-shot kill it's gone. is gone. Except... Fatal. Fatal. So Fatal's a new weapon quality uh, that essentially is basically going to be taking the place of what Pierce Minds 4 did in terms of the one-shot kill that ignores every, uh, it ignores metal. Um, but we're going to see way less of it and it is going to be on very expensive weapons and and the thing is it's a crit effect correct we haven't seen any that i know of that are just based that were just on there it's a crit effect so you only have a 10 percent chance of getting it right. anyway which seems a lot more fair correct then oh hey look you're minus four you're yeah because i think walks legendary walks looking has this does she not have it Oh, she did. Fatal? She has fatal. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, someone and, like... And any, any, again, standardized weapons. Anybody that's that got has spirit, blades. spirit blades. So, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, she is a murder death machine. That is her job. She gets in your face. She kills you. Makes sense for a model like that to have a 10% chance yep. to just basically slice your throat, you yep. know, and kill you. Yep. So, it makes sense. Uh, so, fatal is a big change. But, again, like I said, way less of it. And it's a crit chance. Uh, it's not something that's inherent. Uh, so, again, you will still most likely going to be have all the chance to play those bosses and those faces to your heart's content. Yep, it's a it's a massive positive change to mm-hmm. everything. Um, blah, blah, blah. So let's get on to some of the stuff that is specifically in. I mean, we've covered some of it, but let's get into the the fact itself mm-hmm. and, and just go and. So, um, this might be one of the most amazing errata updates ever. Yes. Okay. Because it says, Glossary returns, re-rolling dice, ignore the example. Yes. Because that example was from, like, I think it was from so, many, because, so many editions yeah, ago. Because, because the original version of, of second edition of Wild West Exodus... Or I guess first edition for War Cradle. Right. Each player could force a single reroll. Correct. So if you were linked shooting a shrouded model, you're rerolling you a reroll. You could reroll your misses, and then you could reroll, and it got a little silly. So there was an example, I guess, in there that was talking about that. Because even though the verbiage, order. even though the verbiage was right. correct, they changed the rule where it said you can only reroll a die once. But the picture was wrong. But the but the then the example beyond that was you know like Chris roll, rerolls the dice, Paul can make him reroll because of shrouded or yeah. whatever. So it's it's just amazing. Just ignore the example. Yep. Um, the next one on there in, in the updated terms, these two are huge and important, and I'm glad they're in there. Uh, placing and replacing models. Yes. So placing is a thing now. Uh, one of the places where I've seen it come up is on the bird persons. Mm-hmm. In and pretty much anything with Skyleap. Skyleap's a new ability now, too. Um, I think it's new. 
it's probably new to you guys. It's, it's new to me. It's been it's been in Warrior Nation. Okay. As long yeah, as we we got we got a couple of units with Skylight Burn, and because that's that's a place effect. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. They they did change to. It's a nine in, it's a nine inch place effect that ignores, um, mo uh, terrain and elevation and cannot be focused. The important thing about it is that it does not trigger a backstab reaction. Correct. So that is huge. So things with flight or sky leap. Bye bye. Like, See ya. And it makes sense thematically. That well, makes and, sense. And at least with my bird, the the fire eagle, before it had elusive, right? So it was minus four anyways. Right. So, but now it just makes even more sense. Yes. Yeah. Maybe not even you know on the ground with you. It's just swatting at you and and, and for and for my guys, it's like hey. You know, popping our jetpacks, getting the heck out of here. Or a magic mystical spirit horse. You know, just horse. disappears. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, makes makes ton of sense. Awesome. Uh, you do have to be able to have the room for it. Yep. Right? Can't, can't be overlapping obstacles, buildings. Or can't be an impassable train, yada, yada, yada. You have to maintain unit coherence. Yep. Um, the other important one was replacing. Yes. And this was important because you had Hex Beast. And it talked in the rules about replacing hex beasts, and nowhere could you find what replacing meant. Correct. Which could be very difficult because if Chris and I went up to New Jersey and played a game of Wild West Exodus, they could have a different interpretation. They could have a completely different way of doing it. They might say, well, you just put it base to base, and then you take the old model off. Yep. Well, we might play it where you take out that model and you put it down. So the new verbiage on it, it is. The center of the old model is where the center of the new model goes. Correct. And then if there were other models that were there, you path of least resistance then. Mm -hmm. So this way that model fits. So like Hex Beast, when you blow something up that's a small base, it now goes to a medium base. You are now pushing those models. If it was like melee, you're not pushing those models back. Right. So, so you're not denying it simply because Correct. the new model is bigger. Right. Um, Great change. Yeah, Needed so to happen. That's, that's definitely a... Clarification to a rule that was needed to be there and and is super helpful for reducing disagreements because yep. player disagreements on rules are never entertaining. No, they're not. Um, so this is this is a, a good step. That's what turns people into that guy. Yeah, or into I'm just not going to play this game. I can go play Guild Ball where everything's clear. Yep. Um, we don't want that. No, no, no. We want people playing Model Studies. <laughs> so. Uh, there's been some, some glossary of terms. They've added uh, wounded, destroyed, and removed from play. Mm -hmm. And so if a model is wounded and nothing changes, the fact that it can be wounded, such as metal or stunned or anything, or I forget what that is. Tough. Tough. Um, or no, not durable. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think those are... It's just, yeah, it's stunned yeah. and tough. So if those two... Or tough and metal. Ignore it. Um, the model be is moves to destroyed. Right. It's like a little bit of war machine terminology. Yep. There. Um, so sometimes you, a, a rule can can refer to removing the model from play. Um, if the rule refers to it being removed from play, it's not considered wounded. So any rules that might have applied on it being wounded seem to not apply. Yeah. So. Um, Wonder what they've got in store for us. I don't know. For that that one. Seems, yeah, that seems like a little bit of future proofing. Yep. And, and also timing proofing. Yeah. Because there were some things, well, at, the, at what point do I get to, you know, maybe make a, a bonus move or right. something like that? Yeah, like, especially like, you know, when combat ended sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like things would blow up in, even after the fact, but it wasn't due to the combat. So right. do you get to make your move? Right. So it's like when the enemy model is destroyed, great, or when it's wounded, so you right. know at what point it's happening. Yeah. So that's a that's a timing thing, um, which is good. Again, good good clarification. Um, so moving beyond the glossary of terms, underspending fortune. This one was pretty hilarious because. Um, I guess it's a little rules lawyery yeah, at some point because one of the uh, examples for using fortune didn't clarify that it cost a fortune. Right. Uh, so some people were arguing that that could potentially not cost a fortune. 
Fair yeah. point, but it specifically says uh, Fair but better a, to say it specifically. That's a bit beardy, but yeah. Leave the room open for interpretation, yeah. right? So now it just says any use of fortune costs you a single fortune chip unless otherwise stated, which is of course referring to give them hell, right? Which is two fortune, correct? Yeah. Uh, next one reserves big change here. Mm-hmm. They decided that uh, reserves checks at this point in 1.08 are fairly guaranteed because Correct. you're taking the mind and the turn and the, or whatever, and I don't use it much, but now that I have so many more models, I might. Um, so now instead of the mind attribute, it's half the mind attribute. Correct. So that can make things a little dicey. Yep. So then the other change, too, is that you the distance that you have to come in from an enemy unit is much further away now uh so before you had i think it was like six inches well no because uh that's, no no it that's had to be probably for special stuff because general reserves you come in on your deployment right oh no no yeah the one i'm thinking about is the undercover yeah, undercover so change under yeah it's going from six inches to no it was 12? it was 10 inches before and it's 12 inches now because okay. it was just enough for slain to get there and shoot you um which of course he doesn't do anymore. he doesn't do anymore so uh, and that was more for, you know, watchers taking slain kind of thing. Right. Um, but that yeah. So there's that. Um, so that one's that one's changed, which is a huge one. Um, it, like you said, like especially like something with the Viridian clad getting the plus one. That's why it's a huge thing because mm-hmm. if you got a boss with a mind seven, you know, it goes down to three and a half for yep. rounding up. So you, so you you need a six instead yeah. of a three. That's pretty huge. Right, and you still get the now. Do you, I can't remember. You still get the plus one for every turn, correct? Yeah, yeah. All that's still there. It's okay. Just the changes the half mile. Yeah. So basically, so you still got a better chance of coming in yeah. each turn. And I know there. And I know there were some talks of keeping it the same, but basically just saying reserves can't come in on turn one. Right. Uh, because then it just felt like again a little bit too guaranteed. Things mm-hmm. are right there. Um. So. Especially if you need threes or a two. Right. Or yeah, so because it is a check, so you can focus it. So it's a it's a it's a good change. Uh, makes it a little risky without being too crazy, right? You know, gives you gives you that chance of failure. Um, the next one is reactions, and this one we had heard about a uh, long time it's about ago. About three months back, two oh, months well, back. I, think, I feel like we've been playing it this way since like March or so. Um, oh jeez. But there, yeah, there was there was originally through um, discussion on Facebook um, a while back. Where in 1.08, there was no limit on the number of reactions you Correct. could take. So in theory, you could take one for the team, and then that model that's jumping in front of the bullet could quicken the dead. Correct. Makes no sense, thematically, yep. on that one. So now, uh, your reactions, you are limited to a single reaction against an action. Correct. So I can no longer... Have walks looking, get charged, stab you, and then quicken the dead. Correct. Which before I could have. Yes. Which is a little crazy. Yeah, and I think it opens up a lot of things um, too. And I, I can't remember the exact scenario I was thinking about last night when I was playing. But essentially, you can quicken the dead the first shot if you want to. And then you now can take other actions. Like, so if you have, like, on the second attack. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can, the second attack, you could still give them hell if you want to. Right. Or yeah. if you've got an ability that allows you to disengage from combat or something like that, you know, you can quicken the dead to ignore that first shot because, you know, all you have to do is claim it right before, uh, you know, they roll the dice. So most likely they're claiming that focus beforehand. So you may wait and burn that AP or burn that fortune chip, yep. claim it real quick. <laughs> yep. And then the next thing is now you're out of there. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, so it's so it's good. It it limits some of the craziness, um, but it's not too extreme where it ruins the theme and of yep. the game. Right? It still gives you that that shootout feel. Yep. Um, the next one's pretty important as well. They've adjusted backstab a little bit. Thank goodness. Um, you're taking the wording out from as part of a move action because previously, and and this is something that's. Some of us just figured out fairly recently. Yeah. So if you don't know this, people, this is important. You can charge out of combat. You can charge while in combat. So your little guys with base to base were being engaged by somebody at one inch because they have a charge them. melee range. You can charge them. 
You can also charge out of combat. The difference is if you don't get into combat, you do have to take a quick check. And if you fail, you are disordered. And if you're you stuck. pass, you're fine. Uh, so there is some risk to that, but you can do it. However, with the wording on how a charge works, the charge wasn't necessarily a move action. Correct, because it was a combat action. It was, well, but it, the, the move part was never listed as, as a, a move So, in, in theory, raw, right? you weren't going to get a backstrike if you, or backstab if, if you someone charged out of combat. Out of combat. With the charge. With the charge. Um, so now that it says as part of a move action, you're still going to take the knife to the back. Oh, so they changed charge and added it as a move action. No, they changed backstab. So as long as you move out of engagement. Okay. So they've clarified it to that. Right. Okay. It's so moving out of engagement. Instead of a move well, action. It used to say as part of a move action. Correct. Right. So that was, so that's a, that's a pretty big one. Yep. That's a, that's a. And I'm very proud that I'm the one that figured that out. Yeah, yeah, probably were smart on that one. Um, the next one is portals. Portals have received a uh, much-needed buff to the game uh, because they were pretty rough as far as getting the amount of portals out to be able to make them useful. Uh, so now, when you make your portal check, um, if you're trying to destroy a targeted a portal, it just goes away. Um, but if you are placing a portal, it now scatters D5 minus one, mm -hmm. which is big, uh, in a random direction. And any portal model placed within one inch of a model over impassable train is, uh, destroyed. So they've, they've reduced the scattering. Mm -hmm. It's changed a little bit from last Just time. a little bit. Yeah. 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 So that's good. Um... Makes portals, I think, a little bit more useful. Yes, it makes them more useful. Makes them a little bit easier to get. And obviously, portals are coming out next month. If we've yes. uh, if we've guessed, oh, this there is no doubt. <laughs> if we've guessed, like some type of vehicle with a portal in the middle of it. Yeah, that was a portal. That was a portal. So, and you know, we've and now we've gotten two bosses out relatively in the past two months. Uh, the Amberclad plus the um, the Order uh, boss. With portals, the portal mastery box from order. So obviously, you know, they're gonna want stuff with portals. Yep, yep. So you, so you'll be able to buy portals. Um, the next thing we're gonna move on to uh, weapon qualities now. The first one that saw a change is drag. Yep, which we talked about a little bit already. Um, yep, and and this was important is that the uh, what did they change? When the model moved five inches. So basically, they changed the wording on it so this way the disorder condition is put up after the failed grit check. Correct. Not on hit, um, which is fairly significant because that was how you hit somebody with metal, with the drag, and then they were screwed. And yep. then with the new wording on metal, metal goes up prior to... Uh, I guess prior the, to, the, yeah, to the, the... The disorder. Yeah. So, um, so then you... So then that comes into the question if the drag puts up the metal, you fail, or you, you, you fail your grid check, you get metal, mm -hmm. you're now putting the same condition up twice is now uh, lethal. No, that one, that one doesn't make it lethal because it's the weapon itself doesn't have disorder. Right, okay. Yeah. All right, so cool. It's because it's just a, an effect right. at the end, yeah. Um, all right, next weapon quality. This is a brand new one. This is the big one, the fatal. Fatal. Yeah, hits with this quality, ignore the metal rule. Yep. Which is, Very which is pretty awesome. Simple, easy. Yep. Uh, the the complete overhaul is special, right? You're just this weapon may only be used once by the used by the model once per activation. Right. Yep. So I think in 1.08 it was usually tied to a weapon that people could only use near a certain other model. Yeah, it's um, the the whole rule is completely yeah, changed. So it's so it's just a complete rewrite. And there's a lot more models with it or yep. or weapons out yep. there with you, it. You will have a model with special. Uh, metal, the way it reads now, this unit does not count as being wounded by a failed grit check and instead receives a disordered condition, even if not normally able to be disordered or if the hit would cause them to become disordered anyway. If the unit is already disordered, it is wounded as normal. Correct. So in there, it, it, it seals up that weird disorder uh, timing of which disorder goes up first. So right. the metal one takes precedence, essentially. Uh, this is another big... Common rule change that we skirted around and then didn't talk about. And that's the tough. Yes. 
So you're going to be your you had a big argument on this one on the forums or on the on the Facebook group. So I'll let you take this one. I mean, simple, quite simply, uh, Tuck no longer allows you to re-roll failed crit checks. Right. Um, because if you've ever had to fight three Wendigos, three Wendigos who are hunkered and behind terrain. Oh my God! Who are basically sitting at grit nine with with three models in your army that have pierce minus four and they still can't do anything. Uh-huh. Yep, uh, because even at that, you're fives and you just reroll and ch- good chance yeah. of hitting it anyway. It was just and then it's you just, get stunned and then yeah. So I mean, so it was, it was disgusting. So it was a little crazy. So now you cannot reroll, but the advantage to tough. You get stunned. Is that you, you get stunned, but it is not affected by fatal. Right. So your tough models are still going to be harder to kill than your Correct. metal models. And you still have some models that are metal and tough. Yes. You just don't get the reroll. But right. the bonus to it over metal is that you, you don't care about fatal. Yep. So you have one of those models that's metal and, and tough and they get that fatal crit against them. You're going to put up the tough instead of the metal. And then your opponent's going to cry. Yeah, but then they're just going to swing again. But hopefully. Yeah. As long as they get the limit for it. Yep. And then the, the last major change in the errata here is to Treasure Hunt. <laughs> uh, this is an interesting one because... Well, maybe we'll stay away from that. Um, they've, they've specified what the search action actually is. It is a special move action. Correct. Which is great. Because there were only ever two types of actions in Wild West right. Exodus, which always made it quite clear. So it is. Until you got to Treasure Hunt, at which you just had a search action. And the problem with it is, is that it doesn't clarify any of the other issues with that scenario. But if you, <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna stay away from that yeah. because you want to get some blood boiling from from us uh, 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 rule stickler Americans, because yeah. um, it always seems to be a little bit of a breakdown culturally. Um, but the nice thing is, is that um, there was a post put out about it, and I'm glad to say it was one of our local meta guys here in North Carolina in the Raleigh area. Uh, he posted up. Stuart did respond, um, and one of the nice things to look forward to is that Treasure Hunter will be fully fixed going forward in future um, adventure card releases, uh, terrain packs that will come with scenarios, uh, will include, which will also include weather features which yeah. i think will be a really cool thing yep. to add into wild west exodus especially when you're playing in that town and then you've got the freaking dust storm coming in I, i'm excited for that I, as as people have listened we all know how much i love it in, in legion mm-hmm. uh, i think it's a great mechanic in legion uh, i'm happy to see that coming here in wild west exodus so yes the rule's not fixed right now but it's going to be fixed yeah yeah um at least we have a path yeah. forward <laughs> Try and play it without making any assumptions and just use what's in the one... You, c- you can't. Book. Spoilers. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Technically, Not. you can't even start the game. Yeah, um, technically. <laughs> but, so the, the upside is that I guess we're getting a specific packet that will have adventures. Yep. They'll be able to update as, as new narrative stuff comes yep. out. Which, which is great because they're doing a good job of establishing Wild West Exodus as a narrative game. Yep. Um, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, give us cool things to, to do narratively and, and you know, we'll adapt them. I mean, we tend to come from a very competitive-minded area, so mm-hmm. there might be some people turned off by the more narrative but, approach, but I, I'm hoping that they'll still stick. Yeah, I was like, I'm hoping they'll still stick around. Um, you know, a lot, a lot of our meta here in our areas, there are a lot of transplants from Guild Ball. You know, mm-hmm. the, a lot of them are. Um, so you know, and Guild Ball does have definitely have that super competitive mindset. So I'm I'm hoping that um, you know it they can stick with Guild Ball, play that competitively, and still be able to come out and you know you know run the shit shows that we run of tournaments and, and you know have some fun yep yeah and and you know that's just it is is uh it's just a different approach to to yep. a gaming style you know uh and 
there's no reason why you can't have a game that you're going to play more narratively and, and right. another one that you're going to play yeah, kind of real competitive. Yeah, I mean, you you and I have talked about this a lot about like where you know I feel and now it's even more so now with the changes to the points value in this game. Like I'm still trying to find that you know low model count skirmish game that just that fits for me you know like mm-hmm. Malifaux is maybe with the third edition rules it may be that place for me maybe I'll find that that home there but you know I'm looking for things like you know my mass battle is legion mm-hmm. my rank and file is a soyfi um you know now here I've got a middle skirmish, skirmish level skirmish plus skirmish as plus my friend Stuart would say skirmish plus size game um feels feels in my brain at this point feels a little yeah. more closer to War Machine than right. maybe he had said initially because I think the goal was to get it between yeah this this definitely Malifaux Infinity activations and and War Machine yeah this um, definitely but I think we're we're, 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 we're at War Machine real close to the War Machine level yeah which yeah. and again I, again as the company starts putting out more models um, and stuff like that they're they're going to do it you know you know so. But yeah, I mean, I people can obviously play multiple different games, and, and they're going to want those niches. And you know, and luckily, I found most of my niches. Right. Wild West Exodus no longer, unfortunately, is that low model count skirmish game, unless I probably go to Order, which has like. You no, know, but even then, I mean, there. It's still lead a lot lower. Are only Forty points. Oh god, the speakers are going to be crazy. Speakers are only forty points with Revolver fan. Um, uh, Paul, so, can yeah, I buy so your order? <laughs> I don't have any speakers. I have to completely like. Add so many models because I was barely at fifteen hundred. Oh geez. Previously, yeah. so yeah, they're chilled they're so, for a while. So there is one thing that you forgot to say that was like one of the most important things out of the Rata. They snuck in that new Jim oh. Peterson artwork. Yes, he looks so good. So I love the yeah. If you go to the Arata, he's in the bottom. He's in the bottom. He's, they snuck it in. Warhosts were freaking out yesterday when they were like, "Here's the the last." Look at the errata before it came out, and before that, it didn't have the artwork, and we were like, "Thanks for sneaking the artwork in." Yep. So, and the new artwork for Jim Peterson is fantastic. Still got the Deadpool look, yep. but not uh, as not as Deadpool. Yes, no, not as nearly as you know, copyright infringing. <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna look at it and go, "Man, you know that is Deadpool." I wonder you're how to go. That looks a lot like Deadpool. I wonder. I wonder if they did that because of Disney. I would not want to get sued by Disney. I would not either. You did, yeah. I mean, they. <laughs> I don't want to get sued by any company that can be like, "Hey, George Lucas, I want to buy your thing for four point zero five billion dollars." Yeah, pretty much. And then you know, in a few years, be making that much off of it. Oh yeah, Disney's art. Yeah, I think there was an article the other day that was written about that. How like Disney is made all of their money back from all the Star Wars stuff that's come out so far. Absolutely. They've made they've made Absolutely. all of it back. Yeah, it's insane. It's yeah. insane. Um, yeah, so so great new artwork from Jim Peterson on there. And I think leading into this, I was getting a little frustrated. Yeah, you and I both him. were. And then just kind of what the Malifaux people were going through, waiting for M3E, that mm-hmm. like, oh, it's so almost there. Yep. And, and having been through the beta side of it, knowing what was there, and, and yeah. it was a challenge. You and, you and I both... L- had levels of frustration for different reasons. Um, I also had my streak of only rolling. Right. <laughs> well, and, it, and you know, and it, you know, it was funny because like when I ran my tournament, one of the local guys was like, "Oh, you know, I'm not gonna come out and play because 1.09's not out yet." And I was like, "Dude, just come out and play." Yeah. You know. And then as time went on, I started seeing more and more of that mentality of like, "Okay, I get why people are doing this." Because yeah. and it, and it was frustrating on my end because I was like. I know what's happening. Right. I can see right. it. Like right. I know how the I, again. I know how the sausage is being made. I know how good everything's going to be. Yeah. But there was still that kind of like, and you know, it was like you know, I texted you yesterday. I was like, I don't even want to go run this demo. <laughs> well, and I canceled my tournament last week because of a my schedule has just been absolutely insane right. this month, and knowing that. There was maybe one person who was like, "Yeah, I want to come out and play," and everybody else was like, eh, "One point on coming." Because we've all been we've all been alluding to the fact that maybe Gen Con. So, but let's speak about this. So, rules dropping. Yeah. A week before There's Gen be Con. There's a lot of people buying and building at Gen Con. I think. Like <laughs> that, I think is actually kind of a negative on 
on War Cradle's part. See, I don't think so because I think there's going to be a lot more excitement for ooh, 1.09 is here than yeah, I guess I'll play 1.08. Yeah, but look at all, look at all these people that have been probably practicing lists for months, and now within a week they now have to change their list because now they have to add more models to their army. Yeah. That's a lot yeah, of con prep. I don't know that Gen Con... I don't, are they running a Wild West Exodus event at Gen Con? I don't think they're running something. I, I, if they are, no, there doesn't seem to be a whole lot of people talking. I don't know. Maybe they're they not. they didn't run one last Maybe year. Maybe they're not. I, I, I feel like we would have seen... Because leading into Adepticon, there were lots of people talking about practicing their lists, getting their list together, yeah. and, and all of that. Because I know, I know they're going to be there. Yeah, I know I saw somebody packing up a whole bunch of, you know, showing off like their six bags, uh, but I, I don't know that that's necessarily for a competitive event. I think that's more for fun. Just pick up games. Yeah. Well, I'm on the I Gen, I'm on Gen Con's website right now, so let's see what happens. I wasn't going to Gen Con at any point, so it was never an actual concern of mine. Um, but while, while Potter's looking that real quick, so that's, that's really the... They are not there. Never mind. I will take my statement back. There you go. There, there's no Gen Con event for Wild Bus Exit, oh, so... There you go. So, yeah. Good on you, War yeah. Cradle. Knowing, knowing that. Um, I mean, they'll have a booth and all that. Oh, they do. They've, they've already put out all their, their, where their, where their booth is, where they're going to be located. They've actually reached out to us, Warhost, to help volunteer at Gen Con. I wish I had the PTO and the money to do it. But, you know, Disney is such a slave that I've got to pay them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the rundown on everything. Uh, we're pushing our time limit here. Uh, so, Chris, any last thoughts? Um, I want to get on the table. Uh, the hands change is going to be something I'm going to have to get used to. I, I did miss that um, in terms of how the quick and the dead are going to work. So it's definitely going to make me look at the game differently now. So, just going to have to get used to that. Yeah. Gotta figure that out, how yeah. I'm going to do it. Uh, for me, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, it, almost, it, it does feel like it's a new yeah. game, which is really cool. Uh, and, and, you know, everything that goes along with that, I have a feeling we'll see some, some balance questions. And, oh, yeah. Of course. That, especially as people get used to hands. Uh, so, you know, maybe we'll see it, it swing back a little bit. But, you know, that's all speculation at right. this point. So, who knows? Uh, but excited to get in there and already thinking about where I'm going to find 25 bucks to buy some more hands. Yeah, i got to go look so at Game Theory. That's where I can have some uh, more planes, Dockers, and, and Brave Hunters, and all that stuff. Yeah, because I literally own three Greys, which now won't even form a full size unit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get out there. Start buying stuff. Yeah. Um, so and and real quick too, thanks to all the war hosts and oh yeah for for months of input. This has been going on. Yeah, it's been going quite on quite a long time. I'm not I'm not a big rules guy, as you guys obviously know. I don't even read the rules, so I've been inputting a lot. You know, nowhere near as much as these guys, but you know, uh, I I would just like to point out, you know, specifically Mike, uh, Mike, uh, Yan, uh, Paul, you guys, the three of you. Brian. Brian, yes, uh, Brian as well. The, the four of you guys have been instrumental, I think, in a lot of what has come about with the, the, the playtesting. You guys were the most vocal. Um, you know, there, some of the guys from over at uh, Battle Hammer, they were very pretty vocal yeah. as well, too. Yeah. That Luckily, both those guys are Warhorse as well, too. So, you know, they, they, were, they were providing their input. So, uh, you guys did a great job. And, and I will say thank you because I know I wasn't inputting. Well, and, and, and the other side of that is that... The nice thing is that we had Stuart who listened yes. and took a lot of stuff into consideration. He would fight back where he felt he needed to, but... Which was great, which was absolutely fantastic yep. that when, when he was like, no, this is how it's going to work, Yep, and he would say that. And I, and I will say, um, I know one of our future episodes, these little couch sessions we're planning to start doing a little bit more of, uh, we're going to be talking about volunteer programs. Uh, I will say I couldn't have picked a better company to do or in, in, in a group of people to work with as my first volunteer program um the the war all the war hosts that i've interacted with or seen on on the pages and talked to they have all been fantastic guys um and they were all very amenable about Stuart's pushbacks and all the conversations were very civil about these rule sets and they weren't there was none of this you know 
name pulling and throwing out big dicks and everything else like that. Everybody, everybody was coming to a ground of making the game better, and it was, it was, it's a great experience to have. Yeah, it was it was it was good. I'm glad it's done. Yeah, I'm glad it's done too. Let's get <laughs> let's get some models on the table That's now. Right. Let's get some models on the table. Let's play some games. Uh, so let's wrap this up. And thanks to all of our Patreons. Uh, we greatly appreciate it. it. Allows us to do that, um, especially since uh, bills are coming due for Podbean and all that <laughs> stuff. So it's it's great to be able to 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 have that taken care of and know that it's taken care of uh so thank you um if you're interested in becoming a patron uh patreon.com slash three men in a war game uh massive thanks to static is a city for the awesome music that i have to attach to the front and begin and end of the show because it's so awesome and thanks to everybody hanging out on our discord oh yeah discord's been great awesome uh and, and and it, it got quiet for a little bit, but now we're in that position where M3E is out, 1.09 is out, and there's new stuff coming from the Song of Ice and Fire. Yep. The Bushido channel has been seeing a lot of talk, so there's there's all kinds of stuff, all kinds of games. Actually, a lot of Infinity talk recently. Yeah, there's been a lot of... Well, again, Infinity's got that new, that new, new box set that's coming out. So new shinies, and everybody's talking. Um, you know, our GW channels have been getting a little bit yeah. more love than they usually do, so, like, everybody's talking. You know, Fantasy Flight's been popping, too, with yeah. all of the new announcements with uh, Clone Wars coming out. Yeah, Luke, um, and, Luke and Vader. Luke and Vader. Yeah, Jedi Luke is fantastic. Yeah, so, um, yeah, please join our Discord. Uh, links are in our Facebook, um, the at and the show notes, and the show notes at three men in a war game. The letter or the number, not the the word. Yeah. Um, same with Twitter, uh, so yeah. uh, you guys can find us there. Discord links are there. Uh, Paul needs to do better about updating, but you know. No, I do, I do, I do. I've I've been trying to get better. I've been trying. To get I'm better. just gonna go log in and you know steal it. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I think we can both be logged in and just use it anyway. All right. Yep. So thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, it is much appreciated, and since Chops isn't with us tonight, goodbye!